Welcome, hi, hello to all of my Melanated Beauties today. We hope you've been enjoying your summer, whether you're in your soft life bag, like we talked about last episode, thotting and bopping, or staying in and stunting. Because today, we're gonna get a little spicy. For a while now, we've heard the mood of the moment is pure scammer energy, the finesse. City Girl's up 100 because gas is still up 1,000. So someone's going to pay for it because we're leaving with something. And I don't know about you, but I want to hear the recipe or at least the ingredients. So we're going to talk about it because it's the summer of the scammer, the fall of the finesser. Some may say it's just the season of reparations. So let's get on into it. We're going to talk about getting flued out, monthly stipends, or I don't know, maybe you sent that cash app request for your knotless braids and didn't think twice. We're going to go deep on it. And stay tuned because we have the talented rapper, writer, double XL freshman class recipient, Georgia bred Callie, who will be bringing some extra finesse to the show, sharing her boss rules, music journey, career, and more. All right, so let's get into it. Okay, I am Chelsea Sanders, VP here at Unbothered. And as always, I have my amazing Unbothered crew at the roundtable, Kathleen, Anae, and Maya. So I want y'all to say hello to the people. And since we're sharing unpopular opinions this season, I want to ask you a question that's been floating around social for a minute, okay? So what's a scam that's become so normalized we don't even realize it's a scam anymore? But we know the truth. Kathleen. I'm going to start with you. Hi, Chels. It's your girl, Kathleen, coming at you from the six, as I do, Deputy Director Global here at Unbothered. Okay, so I think every TikTok trend is a scam. Pretty much every single one. If you attach aesthetic to it, I think it's a scam. But recently, one I saw was slugging, which is, this is the whites on TikTok are doing this. It's basically just moisturizing, okay? So it's like covering your face and body in Vaseline or coconut oil. And they're saying, oh, my goodness, my skin looks amazing. Y'all, you are just moisturizing. Calling it slugging doesn't make it a, a real thing. Black folks have been doing this forever. The scam is cultural appropriation. It's pretending like they made this shit up when we've been doing it. And then my other one might get me canceled. And I got to be careful here because I was just told I can't name names. I so, know. I do this. I knew you were going to do this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say... It's black folks who pander to white people. So you know the ones. They make well-meaning white folks feel better about themselves. They aren't creating for a black audience anymore. They love being the token. The scam is they're making it seem like they're admonishing white people, but they're really just doing it for them. They're the ones super comfortable about being the black friend, the quote-unquote palatable black person, they feel comfortable around the whites. They love the whites feel comfortable around them. And honestly, I can't knock the hustle. We all, I think, navigate white spaces in a way that is kind of scammy. But you know the ones I'm talking about. And especially in like TV and film right now, you're seeing the people who love to be the token. They're scammers. And I think they're doing it undercover. They're stealth scammers. <laughs> To be fair, we were trying to protect you. She was trying yeah. to expose herself. You know, yeah. she's not wrong, but you know, At there's all. some people out there. Well, you know, we're just trying to make sure there's longevity in the industry for Miss Kathleen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've already burned. I've already burned so many bridges. You know, I I don't care, but that's okay. We won't name names. Everybody <laughs> listening knows who I'm talking about. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! 
So fair. <laughs> uh, stay tuned for the behind the scenes for when we actually expose these names. Okay. Uh, and then, <laughs> how you feeling? Hey. Hey, y'all. It's the doll in a Comunibo. Today, I'm coming at you from Houston, Texas, where I'm actually from. Shout out to the H-Town hotties. We love you, Meg. I have a take that, depending on who you talk to, could be cancelable. And people might call me a climate criminal. And that's okay. I think that a lot of the sustainability efforts that are being forced on us regular, regular people are a scam. Okay? I talk about paper straws every single day and how they're trash. And I feel like they're not effective. And it's not really fair that we have to be swallowing paper when we're drinking mimosas or when we're having margaritas or when we're just having juice because of other climate criminals. They want us to recycle everything and they want us to drink paper, have paper straws and do all of this stuff. But there are people flying jets and dumping oil into the ocean every single second of every single day. So it's my responsibility to save the earth. I'm the only person who has to suffer and not the CEOs and Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'll call her out because she's not going to do nothing to me. Taylor Swift, Drake gets to fly a jet and I have to drink out of paper straws? Absolutely not. Sustainability is not new. And Black people, another Kathleen point to her point, Black people did it first. I always use plastic bags as shower, cur- as shower caps, as trash bags, as everything, lunch bags. But I have to use a paper straw. It's not fair. That's a scam. It's absolutely a scam. It's not fair. And I was going to say this later, but I'm going to say it now. Salmon is a scam. And the the agenda to make black people eat salmon every time there's food available, bears are struggling. Let me say this. Y'all are taking bears' food. Black bears, polar bears, whoever eat the, the animal kingdom bears. needs the salmon. It's black on black crime. And I feel like whoever is pushing that agenda, we're watching you and I'm seeing it. Salmon doesn't even taste good. Anyway, Go ahead. Yeah. Okay, wow. not with this Black Bear Lives Matter. Black, <laughs> black bears need the salmon. Brown bears, black and brown bears. And you want us to eat salmon for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner. Fried salmon, salmon air fried salmon, uh, uh, steamed salmon, boiled salmon. It's enough. It's, it's enough. so good, though. It's so good, though. I agree with you. Like, there are food lobbies and, like, like kale or like that's fake and they just decide that it's real but come on give me a salmon croquette with some turkey no. sauce <laughs> he said no, no. <laughs> yeah. I'll put on okay. my koofy hat for that that's a conspiracy there no <laughs> no <laughs> okay great uh Maya good luck <laughs> what's hey. your scam hey you know who it is it's Maya coming straight from Brooklyn but I'm definitely from the south what's up um I yeah, I don't like shimming into my local grocery store and y'all telling me I have to pay $50 for an organic watermelon while y'all selling these craft and created ones without the seeds in them for 15 cents. Who do I need to talk to? Who do I need to mm. talk to? Because that's disrespectful. Why am I paying out the ass for, I don't know, cheeseburger? I mean, um, vegetables and cheeseburgers is pennies. Why are you making it so hard to be healthy? Why are you making it so hard to be a bad bitch? Why, what is going on? Why, why are you on my back? And even though Inay Inflation is a scam. Yeah, but Inay ain't talking about the salmon. Girl, who can afford it? Y'all do. That's true. Because instead of salmon, it's two little pieces of salmon, $20, $40. Sir, where the rest of the And you still buy it. And you still buy it. And and I did. Because what they're not going to do is make health elitist. They're not going to do that. I'm going to still be healthy. I'm going to still eat it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to kill me. Mm. 
Another thing. <laughs> wow, okay. Y'all not gonna kill me. Another thing. <laughs> UPS, USPS, and FedEx, DHL, carrier pigeons, all y'all, I'm on your head. Y'all are a scam. Well. Y'all are a scam, okay? Because I don't understand how I order an AC unit and a mattress gets delivered to my house. I don't understand how I order a mirror and y'all send it through USPS. <laughs> Y'all can't see, but she just lifted her face. Why did you do that? You sent you sent a 72-inch mirror through the U.S. Postal Service. Do you? Stop playing with me. That's why I filed a claim, because I really didn't get it. I filed a claim to send another one out. They, I still didn't get that one. Ad had made you look, made you spend $400 or $600 when you really should have just been out of $200. Stop, stop being stupid. Stop playing with me. And y'all need to stop stealing. Because one thing about it, two things for sure, I'm taking videos of how my stuff is showing up. And if it's not showing up and it stay delivered, I'm showing how it didn't show up. I'm going to have a claim by the end of the year. So everybody, anybody <laughs> want to get on this lawsuit, hit my line. Because I'm done playing. <laughs> FedEx is about to have a new video. not doing anything. <laughs> Maya's filing a class action. Hello. Uh, yes, she is. <laughs> Maya's the UP, USPS. Supreme Court isn't doing anything else. This is <laughs> this is major. Trial the the government is stealing yes. packages, okay. sweetie. The government is stealing packages. <laughs> government workers. Wake up, go. sheeple. Hey. Everybody has like my hair dryers. Open your third eye. Let you know, hey. I, I'm just saying. I, I can't. I'm I love it. And saying. I also love how like... Just like you guys are all like farm to table energy, like that's great. Yeah, <laughs> that <is> not me. Because <laughs> I'm investigating now. Okay. No, I, I I believe you. Like I would not want to go up against you in a court case. So good luck, USPS. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. <laughs> um. Okay. So as you guys know, I think everything is a scam. Like truly everything. Um. So I have so many, but one. Honestly, to your point, Maya. Customer service as a concept is a scam. It doesn't exist. It's not real. <laughs> they literally train people to tell you how to not get what you actually want. And so they hope that you'll just tire out after an hour or two of waiting on hold and just not want whatever you want, whether it's an airplane ticket or your package or a return. That's how they make money. They assume mm -hmm. that you're just going to get tired and not follow up. I will stay on that customer service line for hours. Period. For hours. And I'm going to have breakfast, Literally. lunch, and dinner. What's up? Yep. Yep. You are 67th in line. Great. I had nothing to do today. Okay. Mm. Let's go. <laughs> 100%. It's a scam. Second, um, and I'm going to just go there. Uh, I think romance is a scam. Oh, okay. brother. Ooh. No, okay. Now, now let me be, no, now let me be clear because I think there's been some slandering here, okay? I mm. believe in love. I've seen love. I've mm. felt love. Mm. I enjoy and celebrate love, okay? Mm. Romance, however, is fake. What it's do you define crazy, as romance, okay? though? Like, what's romance to me are the outward shows of what you think someone wants in order to look like you are in love, in order to look like you are leading an idyllic life. I don't believe in 
the idea of like, hey, we have to do this whole big thing or this has to be the engagement party. Or this has to be the way that, you know, we show up when we go out to dinner. Like, no, I believe, again, in love. I believe in reciprocity. But I think romance has been spun out of control to be this pie in the sky idea of what love is. And it's actually really, really warping people's minds of what an actual relationship is and what it requires. Because a lot of that, the majority of it isn't romance, right? And so in my mind, I think it's actually taking us away from the idea of love, this idea of having to feel like you have to please your partner and seem romantic and be romantic at all the times. Otherwise, you know, you ain't shit, like kind of idea. I think it's a really unfair bar that we set for ourselves and our partners that is unattainable on purpose. Um, that, that That's just me though. I'm if y'all was ever planning on sending <laughs> Chelsea romance, don't. I can just forward it to me. No. Just send it to me. Yeah, just but not USPS, though. Forward exactly. it where? Email still works. Email still works. You know okay. <laughs> No, I mean, again, I'm I'm no gift gang, so that's fair. No, no gifts ever. I mean, listen, okay, I consider myself having, like, multiple degrees in romance. I love I love romance as a concept, but I think Come it's Come on, really professor. <laughs> I think it's really interesting, though, because there has been, like, a rejection of romance from our generation a bit. And I think that that is something to do with these like romantic images in pop culture that we grew up with. You know, we were sold this idea of like a damsel in distress or like the man doing a big grand gesture and that romance had to be like you're saying, like this big over the top momentous declaration. And I don't really believe in grand gestures in real life. You know, I don't mind watching them in a rom-com, but in real life, like the jig is up. Anyone who shows up at your place of work to declare their love or to propose to you, that's ridiculous. I'm busy. I'm working. What are you doing? And how did you even get this address? Yes. Exactly. How are you here? I don't think that's what romance actually is, but like little romantic daily things, a meet cute in real life, like that's romantic. And I think real romance is is quiet, it's confident, it's soothing, it's not like a flash mob in the middle of Times Square. So I think that romance is actually an integral part of love, but the romance that we've been sold is a scam. I'd agree with that. That's fair. I, and I don't disagree with you. I'm, I think I'm talking romance with a capital R, not like romantic love versus like, say, platonic love, right? Like, hmm. I, again, I think that's reciprocity, not romance. Like you said, those little things that you do in the day that show that you're thinking of this person or, you know, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. But romance with a capital R doesn't make sense to me. And it, it's honestly really corny. <laughs> Once again, she wants problems always, okay? <laughs> because where are the grand gestures? Where are? Because you know what it's making me feel, and I didn't think about it till now, is, is lowering the bar for these niggas. Even, it's already in hell. Y'all going to the core of the earth, and I don't like that. I don't, mm. I don't, I don't like that. So what we're going to do is we're going to heighten the bar. We're going to, we're going to, you got to get back to earth now. Cause you already been in the depths of hell. I need you to bring it back up. So where are my trips? Where are my gifts? Where is my show of love? Don't come to my job, of course, but you know, Hey bae, you know, we have dinner scheduled at this time. Bought your outfit. Da, da. Cool. Cool. We love that. We, we need that, you know? And if he wants to buy me a jet, I'm not going to complain. Okay. Maya is a climate criminal. Be right. <laughs> Full circle. Pew, pew. So, <laughs> so at the end of the day, we're not going to complain about that. But 
to my point of the bar being in hell, this man really got on social media. It's a going, it's a trend now. Well, it's not really a trend, it's going viral. He flew this girl out. And I guess in his mind, he thought by flying her out, that meant she was guaranteed to sleep with him. She was not. So he stupidly, <laughs> one thing about a man, he gonna tell on himself. He's literally recording yeah. himself, taking her back to the airport, thinking that it's gonna make her look bad, but it makes you look bad. It makes you look so bad because you're berating this woman, sending her back to the airport, and then you're like, aha, that's why I canceled your ticket, all because she wants to sleep with you. Now you're looking like you don't, excuse me, Target, look like you don't get no pussy, and it looked like you're broke. <laughs> Target don't care, go ahead. You know, now, and it looked like you're broke. And it looks like, obviously, what it is, you were trying to pay for sex. Y'all be out here, oh, y'all be out here selling pussy. Y'all be buying it, supply and demand. <laughs> the hell, like... Sweetie, you look so stupid. And women are not obligated to give you their bodies if they're flown out. If you're a real adult and you're in a real relationship, what are the boundaries? Okay, did you really want to do this out of the kindness of your heart or were you really expecting something from me? And that needs to be a conversation had before anybody is flowing anywhere. Stop it. Stop doing that. And you probably put her in the best Western. You probably didn't try to even put her up. You want to stay with me and you sleep on the ground. No. <sighs> you thought because you booked the flight that way that was guaranteed you something y'all y'all don't be having the full experience i digress i'm just because y'all gonna set me off <gasps> no i mean <laughs> it's very real and this is it's all of these things are facts because you're right and i think you're exactly right that the world is transactional and supply and demand we wouldn't be out here if people were not bidding on it but here's my question and again this is not like my personal opinion but i mm-hmm. do want to ask because we're talking about scamming we're talking about finessing like okay is this girl a, would you consider this girl a scammer or finesser and if she had gone through with sleeping with him mm-hmm. is she finessing then like what is that transaction what does that look like then I don't think she's a finester or a scammer. The fact of the matter is, this is how things have been going since the beginning of time. I feel like people are forgetting. Just because there's new ways to do something doesn't mean it hasn't been happening. Men was marrying women back in the day to sleep with them. Hello, wake up. This has been happening. Mm-hmm. Now women are just getting hip to it and being like, oh, okay, cool. You want something. I want something too. I'm going to get my piece of the pie as well. And men are not jacking that. They're like, oh, she's not dumb anymore. She's not just going to come for 15 cents. I need to have my ish together before she come up over here. And they're not liking that because the standards are getting too high. So no, she's not scamming and she's not finessing. If you can't afford it, baby, you don't ever see nobody go to Mercedes and be like, damn, y'all ain't got no Hondas. You don't ever see that. (laughs) You don't ever see that. You don't ever see it. But you see a girl on Instagram with bust, bust down on trips and stuff. And you got 15 pennies and you be in the DM, sir. (laughs) <laughs> Why you came to this Mercedes? Yeah. I'm serious. Why you came to this Mercedes dealership and, and looking for a Honda with a, with a, a, a Honda um, wallet, baby? They, he have they have MTA money, baby. You have train money, and, be and you want to buy a Mercedes? Yes, sit down. Mm-hmm. Get you a humble girl. Get you a humble girl who do her nails at home, who do her toes at home, who don't, you know, want too much. But you know, now wait a minute. The humble girl don't want the the, the Honda man either. I mean, if, 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 if they, you know what I'm saying? If they align, only if they align. If that's what she wanted, he want. Get her somebody, Lomas. But don't you ever. I, I wish, who I wish somebody would. Somebody should do a video. You rolling up to the Mercedes dealership and asking for a Honda. I want to see the dealer just slap you. Because you lost your mind. You 
lost your mind. This might be your platform, to be honest. Because <laughs> the niggas have really done it with me. Y'all have really tried it. Clearly. And I think it's it's really fair, though, to be talking about this. And, like, I'm laughing hysterically because, one, Maya, like, again, needs her own Netflix special tomorrow. But, two, because it's true. Like, it's true. The way that people think is so backwards. And I think it's because right now, men are, like, they've lost their minds. They've lost their minds because now we've talked about this. They have to be likable because we're doing what we do, getting what we get, and getting out and now they have to figure out some way to do something else like I read an article that is going around too that was like men are like single and lonely and they have skill defects so like literally so they're they're gonna gonna need to figure it out and so yeah and so now I'm I want to sort of like open this up and ask like is it now our time to be getting it, the way that men were 50, 60, 100 years ago. Like you said, Maya, men were doing this, have been for years. So why can't we turn the tables and, you know, do what we need to do to get what we want? Like, is that wrong at all? Like, is no. that a scammer for us or are we just in our bag now? And then, um, I'll, I'll, I'll send that over to you. I mean, so I'm from Houston, Texas, H-Town. <laughs> Shout out. Um, this is the capital of finessers and scammers. And, you know, it's like, it's not a big deal. I personally don't have the energy because I think it takes a certain kind of energy and drive and mindset to be a scammer, to be a finesser. You have to do a lot of work to finesse unless you are of a certain, if you are a Mercedes type of person, you are a Mercedes Benz, you are a 2022 Mercedes Benz, you are 2022 Tesla, you don't have to finesse that much, okay? So you just show up and that's the finesse. People wanna be around you. But I think that for other people, for a Toyota person, for a, this is such a good car. Shout out, Mercedes, get in, get in touch with me. Get in, well, Maya and then me. But um, <laughs> together, if you are a person who who just wants to be treated the way that you deserve and you like you want to attract people like that, I don't think it's a finesse and I don't think it's a scam either. The problem that I have similar to Maya is that people who have only a certain amount of capacity and capability are trying to achieve the world. You want to have the baddest girl beside you. You want to have this. You want to have this because of how it looks, not because you care about the woman or her life or what you can give to her, but it's for aesthetics only, but you don't have what it takes to get there. And this is, I always talk about people staying in their lanes. I say this all the time. You need to mind your business. What you can do is what you can do. And you can go after that. I am interested in people who can meet me where I am, And then we can go up together. I'm not trying to pull nobody up. I'm not trying to pull nobody down. And I feel like when it comes to relationships, whether it's platonic or romantic or even just like transactional, everything's transactional. I think it's important to understand what you can do and what you can bring to the table. If you are broke, you should not try to pursue a a rich woman. If you are a rich man and you're interested in dating broke women so that they won't be broke anymore, then that's your lane too. But it's just important to know your space. And I feel like women, if you want to finesse a man, there is a certain kind of mindset. You can't just go into and be like, well, I'm just going to show up and see what happens. Men can kind of sense that and they can suss it out. And the ones that are not rich and the ones that have a brokey mentality are going to cry over 50 dinner date, $50 dinners. Oh, my God. She ordered dessert. And oh, my gosh, she was trying to do this. And oh, my gosh, I flew her out and she didn't we didn't have sex and blah, blah, blah. The truly rich ones are not going to cry about that. And you, it's, you're probably not going to see him again if they don't really like it. If they feel like, oh, well, she was trying to play me. But the really rich ones will be like, OK, sister, I'm going to pay your rent. I'm going to pay your hospital bill. I'm going to buy your baby some new shoes. And on top of that, I'm going to buy you a new wig. And don't talk to me again. 
if they hate it. Exactly. And I think that you need to know where to find those types of people. I'm no longer looking, but when I was looking, I had the I had the eyes. Okay. I'm looking for the person who is gonna ball out at dinner. I don't even have a wallet as far as I'm concerned. I don't pay for anything. If I was a coin purse, a Mercedes level, I would have asked if I listen, if I was at a Mercedes level, I would never have paid rent. I would never have paid New York rent in my life, but you know, my mom would have been really upset about that. So <laughs> I think if you got it, do what you got to do. If you don't got it, that's okay, too. That's okay, too. You don't have to be in other people's lane. That's the thing. To further the point, um, there are some of them are stupid. So how can you? Y'all are dumb. So is it really a scam or finesse when you're stupid? We're not really stealing from a person who is not like protecting their situation. Right. I don't think you can scam. It's a difference between finesse and scam for me, because finessing is really just getting people to do things they don't want to do. By being honest with them. So like the men be out here, hey baby, I really don't want a relationship, but I really want to spend time with you and get to know you. And they'd be like, okay. They still be outside with them, knowing full well that that man has already said they don't want to be with him. And in her mind, she's still thinking, I'm gonna be that one. That's a finesse. A scammer, baby, he done slithered and slid up in there through with lies. With he lied with conviction. Be like, wow, you really gonna believe that? Yes, liar. I'm gonna believe it. So <laughs> you got to hit that door. And I, or and she. Thing, or correct, she. We're being equitable. You know, they, all of them can be scammers. And I feel yeah. like that is also like something that we're talking about because also like if a man is scamming, I'm like, well, get out of my face. You know Funky. what I mean? Like, why, why are we even doing this? <laughs> this is all very fake. And like, also there are things that aren't like romantic scams. You know what I mean? Like there, there are a lot of ways that we can talk about scamming in, in like that regard. Like, again, I'm not in my you know, back room creating passports. I'm just saying there are lots of different types of scams. I just heard about them. I don't know. And, but and we I, don't support that on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. Oh, no, except, I, I don't know. Except when it's a black woman scamming. It's not a scam. That's not saying that Chelsea is, but if it is, I'm rooting for it's you. I'm going to turn the other way. I'm going to look away. I'm going to be like, you know what? You keep if going. It's a, if it's a PPP loan, I don't have nothing to do with that. It's <laughs> IRS because I want to be in AA Comunibo. Don't have nothing to do with that. Let's be clear, because y'all know they're getting people out of here. Kathleen, not American. That's why she's saying that. No, I'm just saying I'm I'm not saying I'm scamming. I'm saying if I see a black woman scamming, I will turn away and act like I didn't see it. For the most part, for the most part. Yeah, I'm not an accessory or a participant. I didn't see nothing. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Like, don't ask me again. I, they're amazing. Good luck. Like, <laughs> You're doing amazing, sweetie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I think also, this is a good point because who is your audience? Mm. Who are we scamming? And I think yeah. that really matters. Yes, ma'am. Like, Kathleen, again, to go back to your point of like, okay, we're talking about black women like scamming white men or white people or whoever. Like, great. Love it for you. Like, no questions, no notes. <laughs> but I think if it's, you know, like we, we've we talked about sort of like punching down with capitalism, right? Like that's a completely different story to me where we do get into being like, well, who's being scammed here? Like if we're talking about, you know, Elizabeth Holmes, Anna Del, Del, Delvin? Delvey? Delvey. 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 Yeah. Anna Dolphin or, you know, the Tinder <laughs> swindler. Like, 
are do we have the same feelings about them or do we feel like again like that's different than you know someone taking you know someone's like money when they need it for rent which is also a scam it's definitely different and i think in all of those cases those are like true scammers because they were just coming for your money i think anna delvey i'm like kind of she was she was scamming like rich uh, elites in in New York, so I'm kind of like whatever. Those people don't they're not gonna miss that money. I don't really care. The Tinder swindler was targeting like single women who didn't have a lot of money. Like that man ain't seeing heaven. Elizabeth Holmes, there's another special spot in hell for that woman because she was scamming sick people. Yeah. Like her whole scam was the the medical industry and like promising people this incredible thing that would help them when they're going for testing and all that. And in turn, she just scammed like cancer patients. Like that's mm-hmm. that's hell. That's the depths of like evil scamming. So, yeah, there's a difference to me. Yeah. And I feel like also. Um, what I, I was watching the Hulu documentary, like, honestly, and I really enjoyed it. And I've talked to y'all about this a couple of times. Um, it wasn't the documentary. It was the, like, novelization of the documentary yeah. of a book called Push, whatever it was. Um, the Dropout but, starring yes. Anna Seyfried. Come on, entertainment <laughs> deputy director. Love it. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It was about, it was about white people. Um, and I really enjoyed it. But as I was watching it and as I think I was experiencing Elizabeth Holmes of like being in media, I cannot even imagine the tables being turned if that was a black woman. Like she would not even get in the door. Can you imagine a black woman like being on the cover of Time magazine and she didn't even comb her hair? Like nothing? Didn't even have on a red lip or something? We would never, like that would never be a situation that would be accessible for us. Ever. And so I do think when we talk about like scamming and finessing, like the rules are different for black women, which is why, again, there's so much scrutiny on us getting what we want. Like, no, it for some reason, it makes people so mad to see us win. Yeah. I think also adding a layer of like context and nuances who the black women or the black people are scamming, right? Black mm-hmm. people scamming white people, like Kathleen says, it's like, hey, it is what it is, man. Like when I think about, What's the guy's name? The fire festival kind of thing. Ja Rule, when he scammed those white people, that's funny. And I don't know why y'all did that. That was hilarious, right? But imagine if like Ja Rule had done that to like Afropunk or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like if Ja Rule had scammed black people, I'm going to say this. On, I, I didn't say this before, but I'll say this. At the beginning of the pandemic, I was supposed to go to Puerto Rico for an Afrobeats festival. And after the pandemic started and the government was like, You're, y'all are not coming over here. The people were not trying to give us our money back. These are African people who were like, we're not giving you the African and, you know, Caribbean and black diaspora and people your money back. And I was like, oh, so you wanted to scam me. <laughs> Fellow black person wanted to scam me. And I was like, I will actually, I was like, oh, first of all, I'm Nigerian and I don't play into the stereotype of 419, but you can't scam a Nigerian person. It's literally impossible. I will turn into, I, I, I literally become the, like, I'll be on your head. So I was like, oh, Chase, hey, somebody's trying to steal money from me. I think we should get the feds involved, blah, 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 blah. And it was like really painful because I was like, man, we were trying to support each other. But I think that more often than not, black people do scam each other in a lot of different ways. I think about the, sorry to say to the the whole taps and stuff, the Dr. Sebi thing, people being like, don't take the vaccine and don't do this and do that, whatever. That's a health scam. And that's a scam that can cost people their lives. Like those different types of things, scamming people into like, 
pyramid schemes. And I heard something about a pastor who scammed one of his parishioners for $90,000 of her savings mm. and was promising her that to like build a house mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That kind of scamming is so sinister and so evil. And I think mm-hmm. that because we're like, you know, skin folk, uh, kin, uh, skin folks are kin folk. That's not always the case. So when black mm-hmm. people do it to each other, it's like the worst kind of betrayal ever. And that that's kind of stuff that like, you just don't recover from that. And I think that builds so much distrust within the community because it's like, oh, I got scammed by this small business owner. I got scammed by this blah, blah, blah. And then, so it's really bad when black people do it to each other. Mm-hmm. What was that? That pink sauce? Oh my gosh. Yo, that girl's a scammer and she was scamming other black folks in that. Yes, you're right. But why are you eating that? And the that? black people were like, small business owner, black woman. And she said, why do I have to contact the FDA? What are you talking about, sister? <laughs> <laughs> she did. You're selling you're... milk in the mail. <laughs> and then people try to get mad at us when we're saying, oh, it's a scam. It is a scam. Come on. Come on. Uh, yeah. No, I, I think that's fair. And I think it also, like, to the idea of black people, like, conspiracy theories, it only makes that worse, right? When it's like, yeah. well, you can't trust no one, not even us, like, over here, whether it's, like, vaccines, salmon, or, you know, rent. Like, can't trust nothing. Non- nothing kind of thing. So I do think that's a really good point. Question, though. Answer. To that note, yeah. I do think that also Black people are harder on ourselves, on other Black women. Black women on Black women. Yes. When it comes to figuring out where did you get that bag? Who paid for that? Where did you, how did you make that trip happen? Da-da-da-da-da. You're just a scammer. Like, you're just a whore. Like, I do think when I see those, you know, TikToks and those things, it's usually Black women in the comments tearing other Black women down for doing whatever it is that they're doing. So that is the other side of that. I think that, like, we don't really talk about it enough because we're policing each other in some ways and, like, like you said, Anae, like mind your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's because of that morality situation that we have going on. This idea of what is right and what's wrong, the right way to live a luxury life. Who is right. entitled to having luxury? I think if it's like, if it's someone who's like Jack and Jill, and you have your parents have advanced degrees and blah blah blah, <laughs> it makes sense for you to live a luxurious life. It makes sense for you to fly out to Dubai and do all this stuff and have money. But if it's somebody who is like from Houston, Texas, from the hood, somebody who is uneducated, blah 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 them having access to luxury feels like they broke the rules. You cheated. You must have taken a shortcut Mm. and that makes you a bad person. And so there's so much suspicion around that and so much also a little bit of jealousy. Like how come you can access access this luxury and I can't when I'm following the rules, when I'm living life the right way? I think about like people just being morality police in a lot of ways, a lot of times tied to capitalism. I remember um, there was a girl who got a tel- a Telfar bag. I'm putting quotes around that. And it was like, it, I'm not going to lie, the ba- bag looked fire, but it wasn't a real Telfar. It had a I zipper. I remember that. And Telfar, if, listen, if y'all listen to this, please put a zipper in the next iteration <laughs> of the bags. But it had a zipper and people were like, um, excuse me, that's fake. And why would you do that? You're not supporting black business. And she was like, the real thing is not accessible to me. So I had to take this shortcut and it turned something in my head that it's like what we think is right and what we think is the right moral path for a lot of people is not accessible. So they have to take shortcuts. I'm not saying to buy dupes on AliExpress because that's not a great thing to do. But also at the same time, there's a reason why somebody would have to finesse a man out of his money to go on vacation or finesse a man out of his money or their a person out of their money to pay their rent. Finesse the government. I'm not saying to do it. 
somebody might have to take out a PPP loan to do something that they weren't able to do in the quote right way. So it's difficult when you add morality and like right and wrong in there because it it makes the situation so much more complicated. And when you think about it, like money is fake and money and capitalism is evil. But if it's like you scam someone's grandmama for that, (laughs) baby, you you gonna you gonna see the inside of a jail cell. Like that's just not right. So it just depends. Yeah. I mean, prisons are a scam. So there's that. But I think like Mm -hmm. it's just, again, going back to who the person is getting scammed. Right. When it's you're hitting back against systems that are already oppressing us and you're the marginalized person trying to scam a system that is already set up against you. That's where I think is like it just comes back to who is the victim? Who is yeah. the person getting scammed? And if that person is a marginalized person, is uh, a woman, it's poor folks, like that's when that's when you can bring the morality into it, right? But morality has been so policed and been so tied up in like, again, laws that are basically used to just oppress us. So it becomes a like, oh, that person's a scammer because they're not following this law. But then it's like that law was scamming us in the first place. So it's like this big cyclical scam and my my dog decided right now to lose his mind did you hear that being a good boy is a scam right (laughs) he's being like you not feeding me is a scam (laughs) so that's right apollo that's right king (laughs) yes i I think that's all fair and i agree with you apollo um but i think i think that like to be honest, I, I like because I, I told you all this, like I, I really almost got scammed and I, I was happy about it because that man was fine. And I saw him on a train and he was talking about some MLM shit. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. but where do you live? OK, me oh. too. Like it, it was worth it. Got in, got out, made it work. OK, so like it, I think it does depend on the victim. And to your point, Maya, I also think people know more than they say. And, you know, when your instincts are like. This isn't right. But then if you keep going and you, you know, you assume like, well, no, that's this. And you make excuses for it. There is some part of it then where it's like, all right, we we, we got to be accountable for some of this. But again, if you are in a marginalized community and you don't have that access, then you wouldn't know. So it really does come back down to like who's scamming who and who's winning. Because in the end, we're all guilty of a little finesse. And I'm not mad at that at all. Um, But, you know, since this is our jobs and we're using our government names, we are not in the business of finesse. But if we were, what would be to end this, your your couple last rules for um, finessing? What what is in your finessing toolkit? For me, I will say, um, don't be your own publicist. Scamming shouts, finesse whispers, okay? Y'all hear me say it all the time. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. You do not, if you are out here doing what you do, you do not need to be publicizing it. You do not need to send out a press release about it. You do not need to do 10 TikToks around it. I know it's cute. I know you want the clout, but I'm telling you, you'll go farther and do it longer if you just close that app and do what you do quietly and cutely. That's what I'll say about that. Maya, how about you? Like I said, don't fall in love with these with these hoes. Don't fall in love, y'all. Don't get too wrapped up in it. Whether it's falling in love with the girl, the boy, the them, the they, whoever. Do not fall in love. Also, don't fall in love with the scam as well. Know when to get out. Know when the scam. Know when the jig is up, babes. Don't be trying mm. to be, you know, go for go for the gold out here and you not ready yet. Girl, you're going to end up on the bottom bunk of somebody's prison. Stop stop it. Stop. 
That's, that's great really advice. Good advice. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Again, disclaimers, but great advice. Write this down, folks. Okay, Kathleen, how about you? Yeah, okay. So I'm the person that will probably get finessed. We all know this. So I will say, though, I did go through a little bit of a scam era where I used to buy and return clothes a lot in university. Like, I wasn't keeping nothing, y'all. That was my scam because I couldn't afford to look cute. And so I would just buy stuff and return it. For the record, I do not do that anymore. I I keep my clothing that I pay for now, for the record. That was a while ago. And I'm a really bad liar in general. So, but my rule would be, you got to believe in your own scam. You got to buy into it. Because if you're not going to believe it, no one else will. That's mm. true. Mm. And then my last piece of advice to not get scammed on the other side of this is never give a man money. Ever. Ooh. You know what? Ever. I agree with that. Same. I'm aligned. Mm-hmm. There are no exceptions. <laughs> what about your son? Who? I mean, go to your daddy. If, <laughs> you got a daddy. Ask your daddy. Ask your daddy. <laughs> Done. Correct. Asked and answered. An A? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, that threw me. <laughs> that threw me. Okay. Um, well, you know what? I think to always have a contingency plan, right? A scam can't last forever. There is an expiration date. It's going to end at some point. And I also feel like you should have multiple scams going. Maybe they're not at the same level of whatever, but you can't just have one target, right? If you want to finesse somebody out of one thing, the pockets might run dry. The situation might run dry. So you need to have a contingency plan. So just understand, like Maya said, when it's time to get out, know when the well is run dry and gracefully exit the situation and go to your new situation. There's always going to be somebody who is willing to give you some money. And I think that a lot of people don't know this. There is always going to be someone somewhere who wants to open your purse, who open their purse for you, who is willing to buy you dinner. There's always going to be someone who can part ways with a thousand dollars to pay for your rent. There's always going to be someone who wants to pay for your not list braids. There is always going to be someone who wants to pay for your textbooks. You just have to find them. They're out there. So keep your eyes open. Keep your heart open. Keep your mind open. And really do your research. I feel like scamming is not a casual thing. Finessing is not casual. You really have to be well researched. Kathleen is cracking up. <laughs> I just, I'm dying that we're we're giving a full like map, a blueprint for people to nah. scam. Like we're it's just, just killing saying, me. At the very <laughs> least, at Unbothered, we're about being informed. Okay, making informed <laughs> decisions. Come on. <laughs> and with that, the as Ine said, the doors of the scammer church are open. So <laughs> come on down. <laughs> And get your blessings, all right? Listen. Because we are always... And pass me some. <laughs> yes. That, this is an A's tithe. That, that 10% finder fee. Because 15. we are in the business. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not the Bible. I need 15%. Thank you. Sorry, go ahead, Chelsea. You said I'm not in there. <laughs> yeah. 15. I mean, it's fair. Because we're in the business of Black women getting what they want and deserve. So get yours and get out. All right. And with that, we have reached the end of our amazing finesse discussion. Um, But oh, wait, we're not done because now we're at my favorite part of this podcast. Yes, my dears, the don't at me. And in case y'all forgot or need a reminder, the don't at me is the part of the discussion that we use to tie a bow on our conversation, give y'all some energy, some more recipe ingredients, food for thought, just to move about your day with. And in case the title wasn't clear, y'all can't add us, okay? Nothing. Nunca. Non. Nine. No. 
heart emoji. And I'm going to give it on back to the Mercedes-Benz herself, Miss Maya Carmichael. Give us that don't at me. Hey, y'all. It's the big body Benz herself. What's up? Yeah. So let me tell you something. Let's start. Just let's take some cliff notes. Like we said earlier, men cannot be scammed. Okay? Men are put on this earth to do what they do, which is give us money. Okay? Men cannot be scammed. I'll say it one more time for the people in the very far back with no money. Men cannot be scammed. Okay? I really appreciate your time for listening. Number two, if you are a man out here scamming women, you need to go to jail immediately. Do not pass gold. Do not collect $200. Your mama should have beat you. Okay? Because at the end of the day, that's unacceptable. Why are you out here at your big age scamming women into having sex with you, into giving you money, into doing anything for you while you sleep on a cot? Be ashamed. Okay? That's number two. Number three, like I said before, and I reiterate, ladies, when the jig is up, get up. When he is not, let me say something. The man with the most money, if he's not generous, leave that man alone. Because just because he got deep pockets on me, he about to give to you. If the man work at McDonald's and he's sending you paycheck stubs of what he could do to pay your rent, take it. I was once a fool and said, wow, he works at Papa John's. Don't take his money. Maya today snatched it up. I will snatch it right on up. I'm so not sorry because at the end of the day, if you're going to give it, I'm going to take it. Hello. How are you? Yes. Another one. <laughs> so in closing, men cannot be scammed. Take his money, sis. Be a city girl, because you see where Carisha is, okay? All I'll say is, Carisha, please. If you don't know, then I don't know what to tell you. You see you see where Diddy at, sitting on the couch saying, it is what it is. You, you see, real bad. So ladies, keep being bad. Do not let these men try to air quote, humble you with their foolishness and their words. You're a bad bitch, and you always been a bad bitch. And if you ever forget, you know what album to play. Renaissance and I'm out. Oh, y'all already know don't at me. <laughs> don't at me. Don't and you know not to send it through USPS because I'm gonna decline it. Don't play with me. <laughs> don't play with me. Welcome back to season five of the Go Off Sis podcast brought to you by Target, our partner this summer as we celebrate black joy. This season, we've been reminding you what it means to be that girl. And you know we're not about to stop now. So whether you're in class, the boardroom, or working remotely beachside, I see you friends. Target has everything you'll need for a summer full of black joy. To learn more about how Target is investing in our community, head over to Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. Okay, we have a special guest on the show today, repping the north side of Atlanta. She has a new song that just dropped this month, Wet. The do-a-bitch queen herself, queen of a few drips, in fact, okay? Got that Fenty ambassadorship. We got that icy drip. If you've seen that jewel and chain, big Leo energy drip, all right? You've seen her all over the festival scene this summer, from Rolling Loud to our very own Glow Up in Atlanta over Juneteenth, where she did her thing I cannot express to y'all, okay? Hitting us with that mm, energy. Please welcome our favorite toxic chocolate girl herself to go off, sis, Miss Callie. How you doing, Callie? How y'all doing? I feel so good. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you for being here. And again, I know, like I mentioned in the intro, I saw you for the first time, and I think some of my team did, at the Glow Up in Atlanta over Juneteenth weekend. And 
when I tell you, <laughs> when you got off of that going roll rig, I was like, ah. <laughs> I like I needed a okay. breath. I needed a voice towelette. I needed like really just to like pat myself down because you brought some of the best energy from a performer, like truly. And I'm I'm really not Thank even you. gassing you up. I'm serious. You had such dope vibes. The crowd was feeling it. The energy was there. You looked amazing. And Thank you. Um, I want to just start off by hearing a little bit about your background and like backward going backwards a little bit to where did you get that sort of performing spirit and energy from? Because you're young. You're you know 22. We just turned 22. Where are we at? So, that yeah. I just turned 22 uh, a week ago. Hey. But happy birthday. I think it's just like, yes. well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I think it just comes from like, I've been making music since I was a little girl, eight years old. And I've been on stages even before, you know, I blew up being a little girl performing at birthday parties and uh, things like that. So I don't know. I practice with my friends all the time. Like I, I performed to them before I performed to anybody else, you know, and they just hype me up. They like help me fix things that I need to correct with my performances or like sometimes like real me is like real, like reserved and like quiet. But like when I hit the stage, it's a completely different person. So it just comes from practicing. My friends. <laughs> okay. And so when we're practicing with our friends, because my go-to um, when I was young and I, I'm dating myself, don't worry, was waiting to exhale. Um, I performed that with my friends. Like we did a whole like production. Um, what was your like yeah. go-to performance with your friends when you were younger? What were you, what were you getting up on stage doing and performing at birthday parties or, you know, at the, like your cousin's barbecue? Oh, I had like my own music. Like yes. I was recording. Come on. I was, so I had like a CD with five songs on it and it was, it's so funny. Like I never want anybody to find those songs ever in life, but I made a song about Hello Kitty. I made a song called Dedicated and like all my friends, they knew the words to it. They would just be there like, oh, my friend wants to be a rapper or she wants to be a singer or whatever. So, and Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. I feel like we all can yeah. <laughs> go up for uh, <laughs> Go up for that. Yeah, I wonder what your like kid's stage name was. What was your kid's stage name? Oh, it was Callie K. So it just was a K. K. <laughs> a K. Mm. No, right. I, I love that, and I love that. Well, one, I feel like everyone like Hello Kitty had us in a chokehold. Like at some point, you're yeah, like, like, come on, like you had that Sanrio yeah. fit, or you wanted that like Hello Kitty little wallet that your mom wouldn't buy for you. I had a like a Karopi diary that I didn't even write in, yeah. but I just wanted. So I feel like Hello Kitty was a big moment for all of us. So I appreciate just like that energy overall. But then you're not even doing Hello Kitty. You're doing your own shit, okay? Which I feel like is right. a flex in itself when, you know, you're growing right. up. And so, you know, I think you told a, a story that your stepfather was a producer, right? And he right. told you if you could write, you know, 13 songs, you could have your own big room. And then a month later, you had that room. Like, can you talk a little bit about like where that like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make my own songs. I'm going to write them. I'm going to make sure my friends know them so that we can perform them. Was that just something that, again, that you learned and practiced or what was sort of sitting with you when you, you know, you were growing up that you were like, this is this is my lane. This is what I know I want to do. Yeah. So 
I just always was around him and like my godmother would record too. She was a singer and I would just always hear her in there and I'm just like, teach me, teach me or whatever. And I had a little brother and we were sharing a room and don't nobody want to share a room with their brother. Like <laughs> I can't have no sleepovers, <laughs> no sleepovers, like no privacy. It's always, oh, I'm going to tell on you if you do this. And you know how girls be. So I was, that was my motivation. I had to get out. Like I, I was like, you know what? I said I was going to rap. And he gave me this opportunity, so I'm finna, I'm just finna do it. I think it took, I think I tried to write like two songs, like every other day. Wow! Like I had, I had, I had more songs. I just handed him the 13 songs. Like I was just like, cause I just in case he asked me to go in there and record it, I was just like, I'm gonna do more. But yeah, that was my motivation. Don't nobody want to stay in the room with their little brother. Oh, no, not not at all. <laughs> Even like I had a an older sister and I was like, this is terrible. I, I hate this. We got to do something. Um, I went yeah. the more maniac route and I just like terrorized her for a year. So that worked. So if yeah. you went the more productive <laughs> route. So that's. <laughs> That, right. that makes more sense. And then for you, sort of now, okay, you're 13, 14, you know, you're Cali K, you're, you know, doing these parties, you're out here with your own CD. Who were you looking up to? You know, who were you sort of looking to? Was it the Nicki Minaj's doing the Super Bases? Or where were you getting some of that inspiration and that influence to to do what you're doing? I always looked up to Nicki and just like how great she was and how she could just change her flows or like sing and just do whatever. And I just love how creative Missy Elliott was, is, and with her visuals and like how she moves and dances and, and she's rapping at the same time. And also Aaliyah, like I just loved her swag, like how she, it was just so effortless. You know what I mean? So yeah, those are my three. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, and I feel like we just tweeted, like, remember when everyone was trying to learn that Are You That Somebody dance with the, like, the swoop? Who, yeah. And the hawk? She had a hawk, too. Like, I, mm-hmm. how do you even, you can't top that. Um, it's Okay, so now, okay, you, you're listening to Nikki. You obviously have the boss, Missy, Aaliyah Forever, RIP. How do we go from Cali K to toxic chocolate now because I want to get we're gonna I told you this episode is gonna get spicy so we gotta talk talk a little toxic all right how do we go yeah. from that to toxic chocolate energy well I had been through a, a lot stop making music until I was like 19 and then um I started up again I tried to get on rhythm and flow and like it was supposed to be my turn to go on um on the stages, but they told me that the judges was tired and they gonna fly me out to the next CD. But then they never hit me back, and I was sad. Like I was like, okay, but I did go there with no music. I uh, I have no like music as a like a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, oh, I, I know how to rap, so I'm gonna just try. Um, but it motivated me to just get in the studio, and then I started going super viral. Um, just trying to keep putting it in, in their faces and get into toxic chocolate. I just listen. You know how <laughs> when she started off listening, you know something. I just, you know, I I don't like it's be the men. They just they just real bad for you. And I don't like to argue. I don't like confrontation. I really don't like at all. I'm not gonna sit there and argue with you about nothing. So I just decided to put my feelings in my songs like you know, like if it's toxic, it's toxic, whatever. But this is what I got to say. So after do after do a beat and after mm-mm, getting the toxic chocolate, I was just like, I got to get this off my chest because y'all playing with me. 
Oh, yes. I love this. Again, this is, we, in this episode, we're talking about toxicity. We're talking about the finesse. We're talking about scamming energy. And the men are out here scamming, or at least trying to. And we're not doing that anymore. And so um, I want to hear from you, though. Like, what is your definition of toxic? Like, what do we then need to maybe walk away from for some of these audience members who need to stand up and hear this? What is your definition of toxic? I'll just say, first of all, being with somebody, like giving energy to somebody that you don't, you know, you don't want to be with. You don't want to like, you don't see no potential in them at all. Even even trying to see potential in somebody is toxic because you already know. You loud. You're really loud. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't giving what it's supposed to give already. You know what I'm saying? So I would just say, see, my definition of toxic is like, I, I'm going to do the back and forth with you. Like, I like to play games. I mean, if you're going to play games, I'm going to play them right back with you because I'm a, I'm competitive. I like to win. I'm never going to let nobody think that they can play with me. Like, crying over no man, never. I, I didn't did it before, but I learned my lesson. And it, it won't never happen again. I swear it will never happen again. I feel that. I got that competitive competitive spirit as well. And it's like, it's toxic to be like, oh, you did that to me? I'm going to do it to you even worse. But you know, and, and men are. can never, men can never handle never what they dish out. Never, it's literally so bad. Like, mm-hmm. really, when you take, he done did so much to you, like all kinds of females on you, whatever. You take that one boy back that he know is gonna treat you better. He gonna have a heart attack, a stroke, <laughs> falling on the floor. You ain't never loved him. You ain't never loved him. You you so easy. You every hoe in the book mm-hmm. in the world. Like it's just so backwards. It's backwards and it's toxic. Mm-hmm. It's but I'm gonna do it anyway. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> do it for the plot. He's sending you crying audio notes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I love that. And it's also like you're dropping gems, even though Maya's like, why is this so loud? It's like, please turn them down. (laughs) It's like, it feels like a personal attack. No, but you be always trying to like the ugly ones. You be trying to like the ugly ones because like maybe he got a good person. And now I'm like. That's T. And then they start feeling like the bad bitch. And it's never gave that. Look who I pulled. Nigga, I was giving you a hall pass. I was giving you grace. They was telling me to get these niggas grace. Now you grace is up. feeling yourself. The grace meter is up. (laughs) Start feeling yourself. He start thinking. He he start thinking like he he the the one that. uh, Right. Like you, you did. Like he doing you a favor. And I hadn't had one of them. Lord. Like it took, got to the point where he was like, "I'm the fine, I'm the finest man in the world," and I just was looking like, "Okay, pat on the back, you're feeling yourself." The delusion. <laughs> oh, but that was my man, and I was supposed to stick beside him. <laughs> oh no! No, I mean you gotta keep him humble. You gotta keep him humble. But right. yeah. Um, okay, I gotta quote another incredible female rapper, the original Queen B, Lil Kim. You know, she said money, power, respect. It's the key to life. So what are the three Cali rules of business that you like live by? You're already dropping gems. So drop some more. What are these like three rules that we got to live by? I would just say tunnel vision Mm. whole time, especially like Mm. with anything. Like if you know what your goal is, then just have tunnel vision. Stay drama free and out of other people's business. For real, because like that, it don't have nothing to do with you, and it's not gonna help you continue to, on the path of tunnel vision. And and then, oh, what's the third one? 
Stay toxic. It makes life fun. Like, you only live once. It makes it fun. It, it creates memories. You know what I mean? Like, it creates memories, stories. You know what I mean? Just stay toxic. <laughs> I love that. I mean, listen, this is, we've been talking about scammers and the finesse throughout this. And the finesse yeah. is like, don't be, to- don't be toxic, but then also... Stay toxic. I like it. Like I, like I said, my definition is different. Like, don't let nobody play with you. Basically, mm-hmm. like if that's toxic, then that's toxic, and that's how that's how people like look at it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you you did this to me, and you expect me not to do nothing back to you. Nah, I'm gonna stoop down to the level that you are literally on, like way lower than you. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. This is me because I don't <laughs> like when people think they can play with me. So that's why I said toxic. I mean. I want to get into some specifics because we're talking about scam stories and we know that Atlanta has a lot of scammers Um, and you're talking about if someone's doing something to you, you got to do something back. So what's the wildest story that you've heard? I'm not saying you you were a part of it or if you want to say, you know, this happened to your friend just for the record, you can. But give us give us some scam tea. Scam tea. Scam tea. Like is that the new fit tea? Right. Actually, Kathleen, you should write that down. <laughs> so scam tea. What you mean by what you mean by scam? I was like, is you talking about a real scam or is you talking about yeah? Yeah, we've been talking about a finesse, but also, what? Are you, how do you define it? We've been talking about the definitions on this episode too. So. Like how a, how somebody try to get over on me or my friend or something mm-hmm. like that. Try, you try to get over on somebody else. You you Cali, yeah. baby. Like <laughs> Oh no, I don't start the game. I don't start the games first. Kelly likes peace until <laughs> Kelly likes peace until you get me there. But, oh, okay. Uh, so so basically you're like, if you're good, everything's chill until someone says something to you or tries to do something to you. And then that's where it's like game on, because you play stupid yeah. games, you win stupid prizes yeah. type energy. Yeah, you yeah. you can you can have me in the beginning, like for real. But then once you once you play, it's over with. But I would say, like, being a female artist in the industry, it was a producer that I was working with. And this was before I even I got signed or anything or like had a super a big record or anything like that. And like we were really locked in and I didn't wanna I didn't wanna mess with it, mess with him at all, like any type of like sexual anything or like talk to you and mm-hmm. men can't handle that especially in the industry it's when you're a pretty woman and you got my music taken down and five seasons mm. and wow. it was just like it was weird like that that was really the scam like for real because wow. yeah it's We're, just we're like, emotional exactly like it's never that serious it's literally like we could have I like to work. Like, you know what I'm saying? We could have ran up the bag. Like, we could have went up together. Like, you could have been here. But but you let your wow. ego get in the way. Ooh, that's, yeah. that's tough. But that's also, yes. I mean, that's a great point. When we talk about scamming, especially the music industry, there's so right. much of that. And that toxicity from men who are wielding their power in these horrific ways. Yeah. Right. Damn, that's real. Yeah, I'm so sorry yeah. that happened to you. Oh, it's okay, because that built, that made me do do That made me do do be. That like uh, I stopped making music like two months. I stopped making music when that happened like for like two months, and then 
my friend, my best friend and uh, Ken the man was like, girl, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you got so I already had a bunch of music. I was still recording, but I wasn't like dropping anything. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up just writing do a beat when they called me and was like, you need to do something because it's not giving Kelly not be a rapper. Like, it's not giving that. So it, it helped me, like, in the end. Like, I just didn't need those people in my life. You know what I mean? And they mm-hmm. weren't a part of my story. Mm-hmm. So scammers going to be scammers, but a bad bitch going to be a bad bitch and get her money. Mm-hmm. Period. Say that, Okay, right. we love this yeah. expression, this sexual liberation, this entrepreneurship and ownership of yourself and your body and your work. And to be a bad bitch, a lot of bad bitches are getting flown out, getting tricks, gifts, and all these other things. Do you think that is a prerequisite for men now to deal with you? Like, you need to upfront show me this bare minimum before I do anything or go anywhere. Yes, and if, if you can't do that, I'm sure... It's so easy to find another man that literally will. That I stand mm-hmm. on that. Like telling me, mm-hmm. no, like if I if I want something and you don't give it to me, like you know what I mean, then you don't have what I need, and there's mm-hmm. no reason to stay. So especially I when I say that again, say that when again. I'm in my <laughs> having fun era, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm in my having fun era. A lot of the times, girls be like, they really trying to look, be in love. You know what I mean? And oh, he can't do this right now, and da da da. No, that's where you just just have fun. Literally, you can't give. I hate the word no anyway. So <laughs> yes, I need it all. I need the trips. I need the five star mm-hmm. restaurants. I need the bags and the shoes. Invest in my career, bay. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> do it all. That's the word right there. You're not buying women. You are investing. Invest in me. Invest in me so I can, you can see the best in me. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Not to like, I'm ready to go on tour. Callie's <laughs> yes. like, do you have a spot open in your entourage? Yeah, Mine's ready to go. I like that. When can I get the feature? You know what I'm saying? Girl, don't. So. Like the, I don't know if you saw on social media right now. There's a young, or is a really a man, but we gonna call him a young lady because he acting out. Um, he's videotaping as he's taking this girl to the airport because she won't sleep with him, and he's oh, recording. You saw that, right? So, do you think that's part of the finesse? Like, who is a finesse in that situation? Did he, she finesse him because she got flewed out, or did he finesse her because he turned her right back around and sent her back to the airport? Like, so two things from that video. I see both sides. Okay. Mm-hmm. First of all, I personally feel like if a man is flying you out, first of all, why is you flying out somebody you're not talking to? Like you don't know anything about them to the point mm-hmm. like you don't want to, you know, be in the same room it's as bad. them and you don't like it's some type of like even if you're just kissing or holding hands or something like you don't want to, you know, I'm not flying out to no man that I have no interest in like trying to pursue, mm. you know what I mean? Like, where I don't okay. want to get to know or know it all. Second of all, you don't ever go nowhere without no money. Like, period. Like, if you can't buy your plane to get back, you do mm-hmm. not need to be going. Or you don't have a plan after that. You That's know what I mean? If a, if, a, if a man, like, if anything happens, if I, if I go out of town and I'm not vibing with the man, I don't want to sleep with him, and he'd be like, you got to leave. I'd be like, I'd be like, you know what? Cool. I'm going to stay. Actually, I'll get my own room. 
and I'm going to have fun yes, while I'm out here because I already flew out here. But you have a blast with your ego. <laughs> and and you could, you know, we could have been vibe. We could have had fun. You know what I mean? But at the same time, if you're flying a girl out and you want her to go home, don't cancel the flight. Like, that's that's so corny. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just send her home. Like, that's lame. Like, that's, that gives, like, a female, like you said, emotional, like, if you didn't get what you want, you already bought the ticket. You went and took your time. You know how long them calls be on the airport to change the flight. Like, you're already emotional. You know what I mean? You just let the girl go home. You feel me? Man. I know so. that's right. And back to your point with to, with going yeah. places and having your own bag. We know Callie got her own bag and she hit the pavement running. How do you deal with those stigmas out there and those stereotypes asking, how does she afford this? How does she do this? How does she do that? Basically, people pocket watching. Oh, I don't. I just, you just pocket watching me. I don't have no comment towards nothing. Nobody think I got anything. I'm not flashy with a lot of stuff. I just, mm-hmm. everybody going to have their own opinion and think whatever they want. It's not my job to convince them. That's not my purpose in life to show somebody mm-hmm. what I got. So I don't, I just, like, me. like I said, mind, mind my own <laughs> business and them's my pockets. I just, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, and I I think that that's also something that, you know, that's an amazing perspective and a spirit. You, you, again, you and Maya are just going on tour. But I think (laughs) also, like, as you, you know, get bigger and, you know, you're XXL freshman class, like, you're doing these performances, you're, you're, you're blowing up, and rightfully so, you're, like, fantastic. So how do you sort of balance that energy with, like, your energy that you said, you know, at the top of this, where you're like, honestly, like, I'm pretty quiet. Like, I'm pretty humble. Like, you know, how do you balance those two sort of, like, sides of yourselves as you're, you know, going up, up, and up? Well, I just know, like, when it's time to work and it's time to do things, like, how to show people who I am, you know what I mean? Like, it's not time to be quiet. It's not time to, that's, you know, that's not, that's not going to get me to where I want to be. You know what I mean? So um, I just lock in with myself. Like my quiet time is when I'm with myself or like, I don't have a, I don't have a lot of friends. I have a small group and they already know we do little things, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Work, work just make me lock in like double XL. I just, Mm. I love what I do. So that was just really fun. That was always a goal and a, a dream of mine to make the freshman class. So Obviously, I'm a, I'm a lock in. Uh, when I perform, it's it's a adrenaline rush. You know what I mean. You can't just go up mm-hmm. there and just stand there, especially if you love what you're doing. Like the you feed off the crowd and they energy. You know what I mean. So yeah. So you you keep your circle tight. Who is it then that you're going to right when you have a question or you know you have an issue or you're like oh let me tell you this crazy story about X X Y you know whatever it is or when you need advice like is it other female rappers in the game is it people who you know have nothing to do with this industry like how do you keep that circle tight and who who are your go tos when it comes to you know some of this stuff that's going on right now for you my best friend I know her since I was in middle school I got another best friend I know since we was in elementary school and then my mama is like my best friend so I'm gonna call her for any and every inconvenience that I have and also my manager who's my best friend's mom she is like literally right there like my go-to for like any inconvenience or anything that's happening in my life where I need to tell this story I'm gonna call her so those four people is my go-to's 
Oh, that's a that's a good list. Day one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. I love that. Yeah. I feel like that that again, that speaks to who you are and what you've you're building, right? Because you're like, yeah, we're doing this all, but I'm keeping in mind again, like still Kelly K from back way back when. Okay, so we are going to end on because, again, we're talking about toxicity. We're talking about the finesse, living your life. We want to play a little game with you called finesse, toxic, or live your life. So we're each going to ask you a question, and you tell us if it's a finesse, toxic, live your life, or, you know, a mixture of the three. Uh, And again, uh, disclaimer, these are all hypotheticals. No one's ever done any of this, of course. All right, (laughs) cool. Okay. So finesse, toxic, or live your life, sis. Putting your friend's kids on your tax return. Like finesse. (laughs) That's finesse. Yes. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) But no one also like has, is this, am I the only person again, who's ever heard of it? But you know what? I'm just not going to finish that sentence. So good answer. Great. Maya, you up next. (laughs) I got you. Finesse, toxic, or live your life, sis. Having a date and bringing seven friends and expecting a man to pay. Having fun. (laughs) (laughs) Live your life, sis. Because why you can't pay for all my friends? They <laughs> <laughs> say we are a family, like a tree. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's, if Listen, if friends, you want to get with me, you gotta get with my friends. Exactly. Girl said it. It's, if it's a Back date, if it's a, okay, if it's a date, if it's a date, like it's supposed to be me and him. I'm not bringing seven friends, so it's most likely gonna be at the club or something. So yeah, you need to pay for my friends. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, sorry, not I love sorry. that. Okay. Yeah. Finesse, toxic, or live your life, sis. Getting flued out and linking up with someone else at the bar. So you're getting flued out by somebody and you're hooking up with someone else. (laughs) Toxic. But I kind of want to just have fun at the same time. Like, girls just have fun. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that one is to go back to yours, some of your rules. Like, well, if someone, if this person ain't going to do it for me, this person will. You because turn around why and at, hello. Why am I at why am I at the bar by myself? Hello. Yeah, you flew me out. You you asked for this. I'm at the bar. Getting attention from somebody who wants it. <laughs> a mindset, you know? a mantra, a way of life. <laughs> she said, Don't box me in. All right. I, I contain <laughs> multitudes. Okay, right. last one. Okay. And we kind of touched on this actually, but I, I want to hear it because this is a step further. Finesse, toxic, or live your life, sis. Having someone pay your rent and you're not romantically interested or involved in them. <laughs> you're doing it, sis. An entrepreneur, <laughs> a businesswoman, a businesswoman. A businesswoman. <laughs> you're doing it right. You're a doing CEO. it right. That is my person. I need to talk to her. Period. Um, I oh, girl just have that. Yeah. I would say have fun. Oh, you know, and it's so funny because this and this literally just happened to me like yesterday. Um, I was talking to someone and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm getting um, I'm flying out to Paris tomorrow. Sorry. And I was like, wow, that's great. Like, what are you doing? She's like, well, you know, my friend just wanted me to be comfortable in an apartment. (laughs) I was like, wow. (laughs) Like (laughs) how I want to get like you, sis. And literally like I truly forgot what we were talking about. I just, just like, forget everything. I know this is a business call, but actually, can you tell me everything about what you're doing? And you can give no names, but when I say it gave me the most like joy 
and like mm-hmm. the most pride to just be like, I love that for you. Do whatever Literally. you need to. Eat three croissants, like. And knowing yeah. that it's men out there that do that, like that's why I just be like. Mm. If he tells me no, then that's you're not the one for me because I know it's somebody that's literally can do ten times more. You say I know what I bring to the table. You know what I mean? So mm. I'm sorry. If I if I know I can do for me and you can't do it, it's it's not gonna work for me. Standards is high over here. Mm. Mm. Wow. We need to get, yeah, we just need to get on your level then. <laughs> yeah, what are, what am I doing wrong? Um, okay, well, just to sort of, let's then get on your level. What is up for you? Again, you just released a new song. You are literally just like blowing up everywhere. What's next? How can people find you? Tell us a little like good live your life energy for you. Like that. what are you excited about living next up? Um, definitely I'm dropping more singles, more visuals. I'm going to hit the ground running and it may be a project on the way. I'm trying to do my own tour towards the end of the Ooh. end of the year. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, I'm on all social media. It's Kelly, K-A-L-I-I-I. You know me, you know how to say it. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I like how you said it. Can you say it one more time? Kelly. Hey. All right, Callie. Pretty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, the up. feature from Maya. All right. I'm just saying. You know, Maya. She, I had, hey, I listened to many a Callie song to get a point across. Really? I just play Callie. Pretty bitch. That's the end of the song. Right. That's, the, that's, the, that's the original plot of the story. Right. That's it. The Go Off This Podcast is a Refinery29 original. It is produced by Rashad Isaac, Crystal Devone, Jordan Mason, and me, Chelsea Sanders. It's edited by Hanger Studios. My co-hosts today were Kathleen Newman-Bermang, Maya Carmichael, and Inaye Komanivo. Like what you heard and want some more? Head over to Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts to catch up on all episodes. And don't forget to drop a review or leave a comment to let us know what you think. You can also find us where it all started, on Instagram, at R29Unbothered. Thanks for listening. And don't forget, it's okay to go off, sis. Money world.